Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. God-given purpose, and we're going to go through that today. And I want you to look to the book of Daniel chapter 5. I believe I have a download from heaven. I've been preaching all week long, but my favorite place to preach is right here this morning at 9.43 a.m. Praise God. Daniel chapter 5, verse 1. Belshazzar the king made a great feast for a thousand of his lords and drank wine in the presence of the thousand. Notice it didn't say in the presence of the Lord. I would rather be in the presence of the Lord than in the presence of a thousand. Hallelujah. It says, while he tasted the wine, Belshazzar gave the command to bring the gold and the silver vessels, which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple, which had been in Jerusalem, that the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. Then they brought the gold vessels that had been taken from the temple of the house of God in Jerusalem, which had been in Jerusalem. And the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines drank from them. They drank wine and praised the small G gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron, wood and stone. In that same hour, the fingers of a man's hand appeared <clears throat> and wrote opposite the lampstand on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote, then the king's countenance changed. What you think, y'all? Uh, and, and it troubled him so that his, the joints of his hip were loosened and his knees knocked together. How many of y'all know Brother Man had a panic attack? Come on, somebody. The king cried aloud to bring the astrologers, the Chaldeans, the soothsayers. The king spoke, saying to the wise men of Babylon, whoever reads this writing and tells me its interpretation shall be clothed with a purple robe and have a chain of gold around his neck, and he shall be third ruler in the kingdom. Now all the king's wise men came, but they could not read the writing or make known to the king its interpretation. Then King Belshazzar was greatly troubled. His countenance was changed, and his lords were astonished. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came to the banquet hall, and the queen spoke, saying, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. There is a man. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father the king, made him chief of all the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers, inasmuch as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas. King James Version says he's a dissolver of doubts. Mm were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will give the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought before the king, and the king spoke and said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel? Are you that Daniel who is one of the captains from Judah, whom my father the king brought to Judah? I have heard of you that the Spirit of God is in you, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought before me that they should read this writing and make known to me this interpretation, but they could not give the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of you, that you can give interpretation and explain enigmas. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and, a, and have a chain of gold around your neck and be third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing. How many of you know that a real prophet doesn't prophesy for profit? I will read the writing of the king and make known to him the interpretation. I want you to raise your hands now and let's flow in this anointing together. I'm going to preach kingdom purpose. Do you want to fulfill your kingdom purpose? Raise your hands and wave them one time if that's what you're hungry to do. Father, release anointing and revelation. As we wave our hands, we're saying that we don't want to spend the next years just surviving or getting by. We want to be in the center of your purpose, kingdom purpose for our lives. Somebody give the Lord the ovation of the morning. Come on. Tell your neighbor, I'm ready for kingdom purpose. I'm ready for kingdom purpose. 
I am hungry to live my life in a way that it matters. I don't want to just survive. I don't want to just make it. I just don't want to live from day to day. But I want to spend my life doing what God has called me to do. I want to walk out my kingdom purpose. How many of you want to understand and walk out your kingdom purpose? I've been teaching over the last several weeks here on purpose. What does that mean? That means when you arrived on the scene, you didn't arrive by accident. You are not some cataclysmic coincidence. You are not some cosmic coincidence. You are not some manifestation of evolution's lie. But honey, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when God brought you on the scene, he had a plan for your life. Glory to God. Now in the Bible, Daniel here, is one of the greatest examples of a man who understood not just his purpose, but his kingdom purpose. And no matter what, whether it was facing lions in the lion's den or giving the, a powerful king a negative report, Daniel remained faithful to God because he did not compromise his kingdom purpose. And I want to tell you today, your kingdom purpose is the ultimate. It's the ultimate way that you can live. It's the ultimate way that you can walk. And I've made up in my mind, like many of you, I want to live the ultimate for my life. And I want to walk out God's kingdom purpose for my life. There are some attributes that Daniel had that caused him to be able to totally fulfill his kingdom purpose. Number one, Daniel's purpose gave him his reputation. I want what I do for God to give me my reputation. I want my reputation to be linked to the things of God. I want my reputation to be linked to the fact that I am a Christ follower. I want people to know beyond any shadow of a doubt that if they connect to me, they are connected to somebody who is connected to another world. I want them to know that I'm not regular, I'm not average, I'm not everyday, I'm not just another guy. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a child of the living God. I am a world shaker. I am a world changer. I'm washed in the blood. I'm anointed by the Holy Ghost. And no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Is there anybody here that wants your strongest identity to be, I'm connected to the kingdom? If that's you, give the Lord a shout right now. Daniel had a reputation because of his kingdom connection. He pursued a kingdom purpose. He was famous. He was known for being a man of loving, trusting, serving, and relying on God. He had so interpreted the accurately the dreams of Nebuchadnezzar, the grandfather of Belshazzar, that he got a reputation for being a man of God, a kingdom man. Daniel had dealt with this pride arrogant Nebuchadnezzar for years and he stood before Nebuchadnezzar and told him for seven seasons you're going to be like a wild beast in the field because of your pride he said you're going to be eating grass and and it happened that Nebuchadnezzar's hair grew like eagle's feathers and his nails grew like bird claws and Daniel had proven himself because what he said came to pass see if you're really a prophet you don't have to tell anybody you're a prophet just prophesy if you're a prophet don't come up to me and give me your title just prophesy I'll tell you whether or not you're a prophet can I get a witness here Here's what the queen says when the king got in a desperate way and needed the interpretation of the handwriting on the wall. The queen says this. She said, there is a man, a man in your kingdom. Now, beloved, this is powerful to me. This woman identified Daniel in no uncertain terms. She said, there is a man who is different in this kingdom. There is a man who has a reputation in this kingdom. There is a man who has risen above the front and above the crowd. He's a man who is known for being mighty for God. He's a voice of power in the kingdom. He's a voice of clarity in the kingdom. And he had a reputation for righteousness. 
He had a reputation for prayer. Now the word reputation is defined as this. It's the overall quality of character seen by others. See, your reputation is not what you think it is. Your reputation is what you show the people around you. Hallelujah. Now, now this is so mighty to me because I want to ask you and myself both, how's your kingdom reputation? I want my kingdom reputation to be strong. How we need men and women to rise up, get the mind of God, and be a voice in this nation. This nation needs people to rise up with kingdom reputation. Mark it down. In the last days, there's going to be two verbal sounds that you will hear that will emanate, emanate from most churches. It's going to be a voice or an echo. An echo sounds like everything else, but a voice is clear. A voice is different. I don't want to go to a church where we sound like everything else and everybody else. I don't want to sound like CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News. I want to sound like the kingdom of heaven. I want to sound like the kingdom of heaven because there is a kingdom and that is greater than the kingdom of this world. Hallelujah. I want to operate from that kingdom. Are you listening today for a voice? Or an echo. An echo just declares what already has been. Many people have, have only heard echoes in their life. All you're hearing is what's already been said. Echoes like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. You're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. Give up, give up, give up, give up, give up. It's impossible, it's impossible, it's impossible, it's impossible. From generation to generation, it can't be done, it won't be done, it won't be done, it won't be done, it won't be done. You're not strong enough. You're not strong enough. You're not strong enough. It goes from generation to generation, from person to person. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. You can't build a church in Palm Coast. Nothing makes it big in Palm Coast. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't have a multicultural church in Ormond Beach. It can't be done. It can't be done. It can't be done. You can't build a big church in a small town. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. The devil is a liar. See, I'm only where I am because I stopped listening to echoes and I said God I want to hear your voice and then I want to be a voice kingdom people understand that there comes a point where you stop hearing voices and you start becoming a voice how many of you want to be a voice of righteousness and reason in this land that we live in today how many of you want to be a kingdom voice I want to hear from another kingdom Daniel was a man who had proven himself to be so faithful that even the queen knew about him. You don't have to promote yourself, baby. <laughs> You get the right, you get you get the right thing going in your life, and, and the Lord will make sure that you are promoted. She begins to describe him, and I want you to hear her observations. She 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 began to describe him, and, and she says, she said, the spirit of the holy God is upon him. What a thing to be said about a natural man. In other words, she said, he has power, write it down, from another world. There is something about him that transcends this earthly dimension. There's something about him that is unlimited. There is something about him that is not bound by this natural phenomenon that we call the earth and life. He has tapped into another kingdom. He has tapped into another resource. And I want to tell you, in other words, she said, listen, there's something about this man that transcends this world. It transcends this world's light and it transcends this world's time. It transcends this world's limitation. My God. You can call me crazy if you want to, but I believe that that needs to be said about Calvary Christian Center. I believe it needs to be said about every campus and every person sitting in every campus. It should be said of this church and of me as the pastor and of you as Christians. These 
people may be on this planet and they may be going through stuff but they have power from another world they have tapped into something from another world the way the world acts when they go through stuff those folks at Calvary don't act that way Calvary I don't know why but they don't panic there they're not uptight there they're not giving up there they're not quitting there they have something in their life that gives them power direction protection they have tapped into a kingdom that is not this kingdom they're not worried about political angst they're not concerned and constrained every time the devil hiccups there is something in their life from another world how many of you want that in your life make a little noise talk to me somebody feel like preaching I've been preaching all week but I feel like preaching let me tell you something I this man needed a miracle this king needed a miracle and I want to tell you something when you really need a miracle Madam Ruby is out when you need it when you really need a miracle don't go to Casadega come on Casadega is about 15 miles from here uh, Casadega means house of devils. It is an entire community where they, 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 read, they read your palms and they tell your fortunes and they're full of spiritualists. When you really need a miracle, don't go to Casadega. Don't call up Madam Ruby. I don't even know where Miss Chloe is anymore. Come on, somebody. Miss Chloe has come and died and gone. But let me tell you, when you really need a miracle, 1687 West Granada Boulevard, there is a place in Ormond Beach where we have tapped into a another kingdom there is a place in Ormond Beach where we believe in the healer the deliverer the provider the baptizer the way maker the door opener the cancer rebuker the child saver the marriage restorer the way maker the miracle worker the promise keeper somebody that wants to be a part of that kingdom talk to me in this room uh, Daniel's reputation preceded him how awesome is it when you live in such a way that your reputation precedes you and and the king says just get me to that man just get me to that man I want you to live in such a way where when people really need something that is from another world they say just 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 get me to Josh just get me to John. Just get me to Troy. Come on, somebody. Just get me to Pastor Dawn. Just, just get me to Steve. Hallelujah. Just get me to Mac. Just get me to Gary. Come on, somebody. Just get me to Tom. Uh, there, there's something about them. Hallelujah. How many of you want to have something in your life that is obvious, that you have a reputation? Now, look at the words that she used to describe him. She said, he has light, wisdom, and understanding. Light means illumination. It means to be radiant. Come on, y'all, watch this. It means to sparkle. Now, let's just bring it to our terms. Let's bring it to understand this. She said, "What he's got it. Whatever it is, he got the it factor. He got it. He, he's just got it. I don't know how to describe it, but whatever it is, He's got it. He's got illumination. He's got radiance. He sparkles. He's got it. What she didn't understand, he didn't have it. It had him. Oh, come on, Jesus. Come on. He didn't have it. It had him. In fact, he... God had him. When you have, when it has you, everything changes. I don't want to have it. I want it to have me. I want the glory to have me. I want the power to have me. I want the anointing to have me. <sighs> the, the lady said there's something about him. He has it. Push somebody around you and say there's something about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it when I sat on the road with you. I knew it when you walked through the door. There's something about you. See, see, when you operate in your purpose, you shine your brightest and you have it. How many of you want to have it and you want it to have you? Come on now. Then, then she said, he has wisdom. 
Wisdom means spiritual insight. In other words, she said he has a different way of looking at things. She said he ain't looking at things like everybody else is looking at things. He's not panicking. He's not uptight. He's not upset. He's not worried. He's not full of anxiety. He has a different way of looking at things. Hear me in this room. I want to look at things differently. I want to look at things through the eyes of a saved, sanctified, Holy Spirit-filled, anointed child of God. That, that means when you really have a different way of looking at things, you'll look at cancer differently. You'll look at anxiety differently. You'll look at rebellion differently. You don't look at it with hopelessness in your eyes, but you look at it with wisdom saying, I have spiritual insight that there is power from another kingdom that can come into this situation and turn this whole thing around spiritual insight. Then Daniel had understanding. Understanding means expert intelligence that brings blessings and prosperity. Ooh, I love this. I don't love this a little bit. I love this a lot. I don't love this itty bitty teeny weeny, but I love this a whole, whole, whole bunch because let me tell you what I want. Don't hurry. Bring that back up. I want understanding. I want expert intelligence that brings blessings and prosperity. I want intelligence that is expert intelligence. Intelligence that maybe I don't have by myself, but because I'm connected to the kingdom, I know what I shouldn't know. I understand what I shouldn't understand. I have insight that I shouldn't have. In other words, I'm looking for something that goes beyond my natural limitation. I want supernatural understanding. Is there anybody that wants supernatural understanding? Oh, come on now. If you get supernatural understanding, you'll know the door to take. You'll know the route to take. You'll know the house to buy. You'll know the woman to marry. You'll know the man to marry. I'm not all that smart, but let me tell you, when it came to picking a woman, I picked a good one. Can I get a witness? You know why? Because I was intelligent. I, I, I picked the right woman that brought me blessing, prosperity, and now she's so fine, she blows my mind. Come on, somebody. The truth is God gave me understanding. This is mine. This is where I'm going. I had understanding when I came here. I had understanding when I wrote those books. I had understanding. It wasn't just my natural man. It didn't make sense at the natural to be quite transparent with you for me to come to Ormond Beach when I did. But I had expert intelligence that brings blessings and prosperity at work because I was connected to a another world so I saw something that natural people did not see when we were meeting in a gym and the place was falling apart and we owed money all over town and I came here and I took a huge pay cut it didn't make no sense for me to come I know that's bad English it didn't make any sense for me to come here but I came anyway because I had understanding that the Lord was calling me this direction 21 years later look what the Lord has done I'm telling you God will give you understanding that will bless you two decades from now Jesus, if you want understanding that brings intelligence, blessings, and prosperity, give the Lord a praise right now. And then Daniel has this. She said he has an excellent spirit. Now this is powerful. This was one of the main traits that marked Daniel's life. He had an excellent spirit. Somebody say excellent spirit. Watch this. There's nothing worse or any more damaging to the body of Christ than a gifted person who is haughty, mean, and has an ugly spirit. Okay, preach, Pastor Rayleigh. I said there's nothing more worse or damaging than somebody who is in the body of Christ and has a platform or has influence and they are haughty, mean, and ugly. I wouldn't give you 10 cent for a gift. I know gifted people who are full of pride. They're so ugly you can't hang out with them that they walk on the stage all puffed up. Let me tell you, we won't have pride on this stage because when pride walks on, God walks off. When pride walks in, God walks out. Tell your neighbor, you got to have an excellent spirit. 
Come on, come on. It doesn't matter how much wisdom you got, how much understanding you got, how much light and illumination you got. It doesn't even matter how much oil you got, how much anointing you got. If you don't have an excellent spirit, if you are haughty and ugly and nobody can hang out with you, it don't matter how smart you are, how gifted you are in business. If nobody wants to do business with you, you're going to stay broke, busted, and disgusted. Till you learn to get along with people, you will never get to the next level in your life. How many people are limited because they got a nasty spirit? You were just shouting a minute ago about blessing, prosperity, and understanding. I'm trying to talk to real people. How many of you know you got to have an excellent spirit in this world? You got to deal with knuckleheads, but you can't become a knucklehead. You got to deal with crazy folk, but you can't be crazy. You may want to be crazy. You may feel like being crazy. They may need a little crazy. But the truth is, at the end of the day, you can't be crazy like crazy folk are crazy because you are operating with a different authority. You are from another kingdom. You I had a pa I, I, I mentor a lot of pastors. I have a lot of sons in the ministry now, and I, it's such a blessing to my life. And there's a guy from, uh, from uh, Kansas City that I've been mentoring, and he reached out to me. He said, you know, he said, I'm normally very kind, but I'm, I'm very direct. And he said, sometimes I think my directness comes across as being rude. What do you think I should do? I said, well, the truth is, I said, do you want to be known and when they talk about you and talk about about your ministry, do you want them to say he is very direct or you want him to say he is very kind? I'm not saying you got to be a pushover, but I never want to become the kind of man that is known for being not kind. I want to be, I want them to know, you know, Jim Rayleigh's got some influence. He's got a little bit of authority in his life, but if you hang out with the man, he's a kind man. He's got an excellent spirit. How many of you in these last days understand that what is critical to your next season, what is critical for your next step, what is critical for you to advance, what is critical for you to rise is not just knowing more it's not reading another book it is not reading another book or listening to another podcast it is not trying to be influenced by another five-minute sermon what it is going to take is for you to fix something inside of you and say Lord give me an excellent spirit so you can use me the way you want to use me see we must never allow our gifts to convince us or our blessings to convince us that we don't have to be sweet, kind, gracious, and loving. Because when it's all said and done, what God requires above all else is an excellent spirit. Over the years, I've seen people use their gifts in order to justify bad behavior. They've used their blessings, their positions, their authority. But I'm going to tell you this. Above all things, you will be remembered for and even celebrated for by those who love you and have access to you will not be your gift. It will not be what you possess. It will not be what you had. What people will remember you for is your excellent spirit. They will remember you because you were kind. Now look at one more attribute the queen acknowledges in Daniel. She said he is a dissolver of doubts. Man, I love this. This is my favorite part of the message. I may jump and go sit down by Kim and amen myself on the front row. Hallelujah. He is a dissolver of doubts. This is powerful. This is a description of a powerful man. In essence, what she's saying is she's saying this. She said, you can count on what this man has to say. He and his word are dependable. He is reliable. If he says he's going to do it, he does it. If he says he's going to be there, he shows up. He's reliable. If you talk to him or deal with him, his word is sure. If you deal with this woman, she's honest. If Daniel speaks to you, you can count on the fact that he's heard from God. He doesn't just run his mouth. He's tapped into another kingdom. How we need people in these doubt-filled times who have enough anointing and power in their words to dissolve doubts. Hallelujah. That's one of the most important jobs you have on planet Earth. You need to be a doubt dissolver. 
Tell your neighbor, it's time to dissolve doubts. Hallelujah. That, that's one of your most important jobs here in this church. That's one of your most important jobs in your city. That's one of the most important jobs in your business. You got to dissolve doubts. People should look at your life. And my God, when they hear your story, something about your life should dissolve every doubt they would ever have about God. Tell your neighbor, I am a doubt dissolver. David said, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever, and with my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. I feel like preaching to somebody. Are there any doubt dissolvers in the room? Tell your neighbor, say, let me dissolve your doubt. Let me sit by you today and dissolve your doubt. If you knew where I came from, if you knew what I've been through, if you knew the hell I walked out of, if you knew how I climbed out of a pit, you would know that I didn't do it by myself. Let me dissolve your doubts. You don't have to go to the road behind me. You don't have to go to another church. If you want to know God is real, let me talk to you about minute my life will testify I can dissolve every doubt my marriage is still together I'm still living I'm still breathing my kids are serving God dear Lord make a little noise if you're a dissolver of doubts get your neighbor by the hand and say neighbor part of my purpose is this I am a dissolver of doubts Everywhere I go, people gonna find out God is real. Everywhere I walk, people gonna know God is real. Every day that I live over my past, over that suicide, every day I walk out and know that I had an abortion, but I'm over it. I had failures, but I'm over it. I did wrong, but I'm over it. The devil tried to bring me down, but I'm over it. I am a dissolver of doubts. Look what the Lord has done in my life. Ask somebody, are you a dissolver of doubts? Are you a dissolver of doubts? Number two, come on. Daniel valued his kingdom purpose so much. Watch this now. He could not be bought or sold. What did the king say? I've heard of you. You give interpretations. You explain enigmas. You dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me its interpretation. He said, here's what I have, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, a bad suit and a gold chain, and you're gonna be third ruler in the kingdom. And Daniel said, chill, brother. He said, let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another, but I'll still read your writing on the wall. You don't even have to give me a gold chain. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Daniel was a man that was unmoved by this king who offered him fame and fortune. He, he said, my kingdom purpose is too great. Mm. Help me, Holy Spirit. How many preachers have lost sight of their kingdom purpose? His kingdom purpose was too great. You see, you could never have afforded to buy Daniel's gift because when your gift comes from heaven, your gift is priceless. <laughs> when God gives you a gift, you can't even put a financial amount on it. Daniel would not speak based on money. Write this down. I put a tweet out and got a hundred and something likes just on, uh, on a tweet and got so many retweets. But I, here's what I said this week. If money will make you talk, listen preacher, if money will make you talk, money will also keep you quiet. You missed a real good place to shout right there. I don't know, you may not like me. You can send me an email. My email address is josh at calvaryfl.com. You can hate on me for what I preach, but let me tell you, you can say, I ain't gonna give my money. I'm not gonna hold my, I'm gonna hold my money back. But let me tell you something, baby. Your money can't make me talk and your money can't keep me quiet because this pulpit is not for sale. This stage ain't even for rent. 
My God, Daniel refused to allow money to be his motivation. How many so-called preachers of the gospel are being bribed to keep quiet? They're being bribed to keep quiet. They won't talk about the blood anymore. They won't talk about sin, gay marriage, right living, abortion, racism, racial profiling, or the full gospel. How many preachers have sold out for a gold chain and a nice suit? But there is a generation that is rising up, that is saying, God, give me a man that is heard from another world that will preach the truth to me that cannot be bought or sold. You better give God praise in here if that's what you're looking for. My, 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 my. Tell your neighbor, listen for the truth. Listen for the truth. Somebody give God a praise and clap your hands. Be careful if you go to church where all you hear is what you want to hear all the time. I'm going to say that again. You better be careful if you don't ever squirm, if you don't ever feel convicted, if you don't ever feel like maybe I ought to raise it up a little bit. You might not be in the right church on the right Sunday with the right man. But let me tell you, I ain't all that and a bag of chips. But on this day, I want you to understand, I'm too old to mess around. I don't have enough time left to come up here and try to impress people with smooth words and an easy message. I got to preach the book and tell you that if you live that book, you will make it, you will go through you will prosper you will be victorious you will overcome holiness is still right righteousness still exalts a nation it's still right to do right and it's still wrong to do wrong <laughs> hallelujah Daniel stands up and he says many he reads the Writing on the wall, and it says, Mini Tikel Perez. He looks in the eyes of this king. Man, Daniel, he, he was a bad brother. He said, Keep your chain, keep your Cadillac camel, keep your Mercedes mule, keep your Lexus llama. Come on, somebody. I, I, you don't even have to give me nothing to speak this truth. He stands up with boldness. And he said, Mini, God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. He said, this kingdom is done. <laughs> this kingdom is done. Tell your neighbor, this kingdom is done. You're sitting around trying to resuscitate the kingdom of this world. This kingdom is done. You're trying, you, you trying, you trying to give mouth to mouth and resuscitation and bring the kingdom of this world back. Let me tell you, that kingdom is done. There's another kingdom, and it is the kingdom of heaven, and it is to be revealed by kingdom people who are on the earth today. Yeah. You know why you're frustrated? Because you've been back in the wrong kingdom. He said, God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. But when you connect to the right kingdom, everything changes. I want kingdom purpose in my life. He said, you have been weighed to count in the balances and found wanting. In other words, he said, the kingdom and you are deficient. And then he said, Perez, your kingdom has been divided and given among the Medes and the Persians, the question is how? How did Daniel do it? How was he able to stand before this powerful king at the moment this king ruled everything Daniel knew? How could he stand before him and say such words? Let me tell you how he could do it. He understood this kingdom that this man has is gasping its final breaths. This kingdom is just about done and there is another kingdom just around the corner. Daniel could fulfill his kingdom purpose because he had his eyes on another kingdom. <laughs> tell your neighbor I got my eyes 
on another kingdom. I got my eyes on another kingdom. The kingdom of this world cannot bind me. The kingdom of this world cannot hold me. I'm a, I'm a part of another kingdom. Thine is the kingdom. I got another king. My king is Jesus. As long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. I got a Lord. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. I got a government. Hallelujah. The government is upon his shoulders. That's why I walk different. That's why I talk different. That's why I live different. That's why I praise different. That's why I give differently. That's why I love differently. That's why you can't buy me. That's why you can't sell me. I'm a part of another kingdom. This kingdom is gasping its final breath. Somebody give God praise if you're a part of another kingdom. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. You can just sit there if you want to. But I think I'm going to jump on my feet right now. And I think I'm going to shout over this kingdom of God. I think I'm going to shout over my king. I think I'm going to shout over the goodness of the Lord. I am a part of another kingdom. I'm a part of another kingdom. I'm a part of another kingdom. I got my eyes. On another kingdom. Huh. We're setting up the kingdom of God right here. We're living it. But understand this 1 Corinthians 2 9 even talks about heaven and says, But as it is written, eyes have not seen ear has not heard nor has it entered into the heart of a man the things the Lord has prepared for those who love him. How many of y'all love him? I said, how many of y'all love him? I've got a kingdom that I'm going to one day. I got heaven. And let me tell you about that kingdom. The gates are made of pearl. There's 12 gates. And every gate is one pearl. The walls are jasper. The city is pure transparent gold. The place has redeemed masses that are giving God glory and praise. I'm going to heaven. Ain't no sorrow there. No sickness there there, no cancer there, no addiction there, no death there, no night there, no worry there, no anxiety there, and I'm going to live right here, right now, because I'm connected to right there, right now, and I want to bring right there to right here, so on the way to there, I want there to get here, I dare, somebody that's a part of another kingdom, give God a shout I said praise the Lord early service uh, some of you are beat down by your present circumstances and you need to realize soon and very soon we are going to see the king Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. No more crying there. We are going to see the king. No more crying there. We are going to see the king. Y'all know that song? Y'all don't know that song? We are going to see the king. Yeah. My, 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 yes, you do know it. Everybody's not 12. Stand to your feet. I have a little bit more I could give you. So come back next week. God has a purpose for your life. Look at me, precious. Somebody else say, what just happened? I spoke in tongues. You say, what was that? That was this. You didn't like that? There's more where that came from. I'm a Holy Ghost man. 
I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Calvary is a spirit-filled church. We're not dumbing down kingdom principles here. Some of you are, maybe you've been in a frustrating season. It's because you've lost sight of the fact that your purpose is a kingdom purpose. And you put every resource in this kingdom when this kingdom is breathing its final breath, gasping. You need to connect yourself to another kingdom. What about Daniel? Daniel had a reputation, not because he was so gifted, smart, or eloquent. He had a reputation because he was connected to another kingdom. He had kingdom purpose. How many of you want your greatest reputation to be because you are connected to the kingdom of God? And then finally, Daniel could not be bought or sold. You couldn't buy him with a gold chain and a nice suit. How many of you want to live in such a way that the enemy will never buy you out of the kingdom of God? Come on, will you always be a worshiper? Will you always be a praiser? With heads bowed and eyes closed, and I don't want anybody to leave for just a moment if you're able to stay. If you're here and you'd say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. When you pray for somebody, pray for me. I, 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 I've got sin in my life, and when you pray, Pastor, pray for me. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, when I count to three, raise your hands. Just pray for me. Since you're praying anyway, Pastor, pray for me. One, when I count to three, raise it. Just remember me, Pastor. Two, since you're praying, pray for me. I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. Hands are already being raised. Three, slip that hand up right now. Pray for me, Pastor. There's some things I need to get right with God today. Hold that hand up. Hands in every section. There's some things, uh, there's sin in my life, there's indifference in my life, and I'll never fulfill my kingdom purpose till I get it right. Pray for me. Five more seconds. Five, four. If you held your hand up, keep it up. Four, three, hands in every section. Two, one, zero. If you raised your hand and you really meant it and you're really ready for a change, your hand is lifted right now. I want you to come to the front and I want to pray with you. I want everybody to raise your hand. Step out of an old season and into a new. If somebody next to you raised their hand, I want you to move back in your seat and I want you to make room for them to come. You won't come by yourself, I promise you. People are going to come from across the room right now. Begin to move, begin to move. Why don't you rejoice while people come and they're stepping into a new season. I need this new season. I need to become a kingdom woman. I need to become a kingdom man. Come on, give God praise. Come on, give God praise. More are coming. More are coming. Some of you saying, should I go? Should I stay? Why don't you come? I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I am inviting you into a new world. I'm inviting you into a new place. I'm inviting you to live your life with kingdom perspective. I'm inviting you to fulfill your kingdom purpose. Hallelujah. Come on, I'm waiting because there are a few folks still coming. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait. Hallelujah. I said, I'm just gonna wait for you. I'm gonna put my foot in the door just for about 15 more seconds. 14, 13, 12. If you need to come, come on. 10, that's it, buddy. That's what I'm talking about. Seven, six, five more seconds. Somebody says, should I come? Move now. Move right now. Come in. Three, two. That's it. There they come. One and three quarters. Come on. He said, I'm running up. One and a half. Come on. One and a quarter. Come on. Come on. I'll wait on you. That's it. Uh, that's it. One. Zero. Give all these people a God bless you. Out with the old. In with the new hand on your heart. Let's get it right. I sense some of you, that you that are standing up here, look at me just for a second, please. I sense that some of you have been in a place of frustration. I sense that some of you have looked at your life and said, man, there, there ought to be more. There ought to be, there ought to be more. It shouldn't be like this. Today, we're just going to get our priorities in order going to readjust our life. We're going to give it all to the Lord. We're going to connect to that kingdom. When you connect to that kingdom, he'll guide you and he'll direct you. So put your hand on your heart. Don't live in your past mistakes. 
Don't live in what went wrong or who did you wrong or what you did wrong. Today represents a brand new beginning. How about that? You like that? You like that? You like that? I love it. You know what the Bible says? His mercies are new every morning. That means we always get a fresh start with God. People will hold it against you, but not the Lord. Hand on your heart. Everybody in the room, just hand on your heart. Put your other hand across your hand and just make this real today. Pray, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm glad you see me. I'm glad you see me. I'm glad you know me. I'm glad you know me. You know my struggles. You know my struggles. Nothing's hidden from you. Nothing's hidden. So this morning. I pray, not trying to hide a thing, I confess all my sins. You know that I need you. Forgive me. Take my heart. Wash me clean. Make me new. I want a new beginning. I want a fresh start. I want to fulfill my kingdom purpose. I receive you now as Lord. And Savior, and I'll never be the same again. That's good. All right. Beginning with you, I want every one of you to turn, just turn and go right that way with Pastor Josh. I have a little something for you. Can you clap for all these folk? This is what it's all about. Okay, nobody leave. I know you want to rush right out, but Pastor Josh is going to close us in prayer. And, uh, but I want to tell you this, look at me in the eyes. This is a, something very important I need to share with you. Uh, next Saturday, I think it starts at 11 o'clock. I'm going to be doing the funeral along with some pastor friends of mine for Dr. Bronson, who was president of BCU, one of the greatest men I've ever known in my entire life. And it's going to be at the BCU Performing Arts Center. Many of you know that Dr. and Mrs. Bronson sat on our front row every single Sunday as long as their help allowed. And they didn't stop coming to Calvary, president of BCU, and now the present president also is a part of Calvary, uh, Judge President Grimes. Hallelujah. But we are going to honor him. And if you'd like to join me, I would love to have you. Don't forget now, you're a kingdom person. Who received a lot from the word today, did you? I sure did. So, Pastor Josh is coming, but he looks a lot like Pastor Troy. So, Hallelujah. So, Pastor Rayleigh and Pastor Dawn and our team are actually leaving right now and going out and then going out to our guest information area as you go out these doors to the left. Those of you that are our guests today, we ask just to stop by for a second. It won't take long. Allow Pastor to meet you and pray for you. Uh, we got some gifts for you up there cookies, all kind of things. So if you would just stop by for your guest today, as you go out the door to the left, we really would appreciate it. Remind you of a few things. Um, growth track starts um, the first Sunday, which is next Sunday, again, all over again. So if you say, I missed the last one, got good news. We're doing it all over again. So it starts Pastor Rayleigh and Pastor Dawn actually leave that first session. So you don't want to be, you don't want to miss it. Calvary Groups has begun. I had my group last night, my wife and I, it was, I mean, I'm telling you, we had an awesome time. We laughed like crazy. We even cried. You know, when we talk about God, sometimes you cry a little bit, amen, and rejoice about what God's done. We had an awesome, awesome time. So if you're not in a group, honestly, you're missing it. You need to get in one. All you got to do is go on our app or go on uh, online. You can see all the groups that are available. It's not too late to jump in, and you can jump in those. And obviously, don't forget Revival Wednesday. It's the first Wednesday of next month. Nathan Morris is going to be here. It's going to be great. Amen? Uh, let's pray. Father, we love you. God, we thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for what you've done in this service today. God, you put it in our heart. Our pastor has spoken a word. Now we got to go out and take it with us as we go out these doors. Bless your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message.